is Matt White. As they'll have to get another person to hold the ball. It's been a common theme because of the wind here today. Very pretty day outside, a little chilly. And the wind going across the football field. This one goes about eight yards deep of the end zone, taking a knee is Brody Rollins, and the Dogs will start their drive. Tyrell Maxwell, the player to watch here in the second half. He's already accounted for 78 yards of total offense for the running Bulldogs, but that's nothing. He typically accounts for about 226 yards per game. Well, Maxwell has struggled to throw the football in this one, although he's 5 of 6. Kyle Horton, two catches for two yards, both of those coming off screen plays where Maxwell threw the football well over his head, and Horton's had to go up and catch it and come right down. Trips to the far side. Play action. Quick throw. It's dropped by Estes, and Estes wants a flag. He won't get one. It's a play action that they like to run a lot here for the running Bulldogs. Play action, have Estes slip out over the middle. It's hard to miss the big 6-4 target. And very interesting that in the first play in each of the halves, Gardner-Webb elects to pass the football as opposed to run. I've seen Maxwell throw the ball a lot more this year than any year of his collegiate career. Takes the snap. It's a design quarterback draw. Maxwell spinning and weaving his way through the defense out across the 35, and that's enough for a first down for the running Bulldogs. And Brendan, that could be the way that Gardner Webb tries to run the football up the middle. There, Maxwell taking his time, almost the QB draw. So maybe the draw play gives the offensive line a little bit more time to open up some holes. Estes offset to the left. Snap. Here's the speed option. Nowhere to go for Tyrell. Maxwell, he gets brought down in the backfield. He looked to pitch last second to Khalil, but someone was right there. And on the defensive side, there was a few different Monmouth Hawks, but the first one to get there was the defensive lineman, number 98, Lowell Kelly Gamble, the freshman. So now second and 13 for the running Bulldogs. A 4-3 look for Monmouth. Trips to the far side for Tyrell. Drops back, looks, fires. Estes caught at the 40-yard line, and he'll try to wrestle his way forward, and he'll get marked down right at about the 41. They need to get to the 47 for a first down. And a player injured for Gardner-Webb. It's a lineman. And it looks like number 75, Will Milliken. Excuse me, 65, Will Milliken. We'll get initial number for you up here in a second. Well, Brandon, I believe you're right. It was number 75, Brayden Briggs, as a lineman injured on the play. Maxwell keeps, himse keeps it himself on the speed option out across the 50-yard line. Maxwell keeps it. Honestly, I saw the thought, thought Will... But Brayden Briggs, the freshman who's got a lot of time starting this year at the right guard position. And coming in, substituting is to Dwayne, Dwayne Ray, 
the offensive lineman, the senior, three-time letter winner. He was honored before the game. Snap handoff to Khalil up the gut. As he's going to push his way forward, simple round and pound for the dogs. He picks up five. And the dogs moving quickly on the offensive side of the ball. Gabe Nold checks in the game. To replace Braden Briggs. He's favoring his left arm as they'll take him over to the training table. Gabe Nold also a senior on this Gardner-Webb team. Started his whole freshman year at center. He's had to adjust to the guard positions throughout the years. Heavy set for Gardner-Webb. It's a flea flicker. He's got Estes wide open at the 20-yard line. It's caught and brought it. No, he dropped it. He brought it in and started running before he could contain it. An excellent play call there by Gardner-Webb. The entire Hawks defense thought that Khalil Lewis was going to right up the gut. Turns it around for the flea flicker to Maxwell. Had Estes wide open and he just drops the football. Had he caught it, plenty of room to turn over the field and would have found the end zone no problem. Started running before he caught the football. He brought it in, but sometimes your mind plays some tricks on you. Two receivers to each side for Gardner-Webb, third and five. Snap, quick pitch out to Khalil. Great block on the outside by Estes. That's going to make up for the drop pass. As Khalil brings it across the 30-yard line down to the 29, plenty for a first down, a great job by Estes. On the outside. Same formation we saw as the last. This one going to go to Khalil up the middle, and he'll push forward and continue to push forward for about four. Really stopped by a dissimulation of Hawks. Second down at the 26-yard line for Gardner-Webb. I'll say this, Tyler. I wouldn't be surprised if Estes got a second shot. Two receivers to the far side, one man to the near side. Estes tight end to the right. Play action. Looking deep downfield. Maxwell keep it himself and get hit and knocked out of bounds. And there's a late flag for a hole. I think it's going to go on Estes. Very late flag. What's potential here? It could be a hold, or Maxwell did take a big hit there once he was out of bounds, but it's going to be the hold. A late flag thrown. Looks like Estes got a little outside and his arm extended. That's what happens when you have a quarterback who's as mobile as he is. You have no idea where he is. And when you don't know, you're trying to block the guy in front of you. And just penalties continue to hurt each of these teams in this football game. Second and long for the running Bulldogs. They're at the 36. Estes offset to the left, now in motion to the right. Donis Lee on up top. Drag route across the middle, hits Henderson at the 25. He'll get brought down. The Dogs now in a third and manageable, third and seven. Well, just a good job there getting yourself in position to where you now have third and five in a situation where you could pick up a first down. Maxwell drops back through. 
Hennessy looking for Henderson. Overthrew him by just a hair. Now you're in no man's land with struggling kickers. Well, Maxwell hung on to that football there, maybe just a little bit too long. Did not see Henderson to begin with. Henderson was open for probably about two seconds before Maxwell ever saw him to throw the football in that direction. Had he been able to get rid of it a little bit sooner, probably would not have put that football too far out in front of Jacob Henderson. Twin backs out of the shotgun. It's Perry and Cagle. Play action. Looking. Maxwell's going to try to take off himself. He finds the hole. He's at the 15 and falls forward down to the 10 yard line. Maxwell splitting two defenders on that one. Picking up a first down. And it'll be first and goal from the 10 yard line. Want a huge run there on fourth and six. Pressure gets to him in the backfield, and Maxwell just steps up in the pocket, able to pick up a big gain right there for the first down. Two receivers to the near side, one man on the far side. Lewis in the backfield. He's going to be a lead blocker for Tyrell, who takes it himself down to the six. Again, Maxwell keeps it. Orton made the stop. They're finding ways to get Maxwell involved on the ground. That's always a great thing. Now you're in a situation also right here, second and goal from the six. Khalil Lewis in a position to potentially take single possession of that rushing touchdown record for the dogs. Deuces to both sides. Khalil behind side. To extend the Gardner-Webb lead to 17, the kickoff gets taken out to the 32-yard line. That's where we are on second down. And this handoff goes straight up the gut, and here goes Monmouth out of the 40, the 35, the 30. Dozier gives chase. He gets thrown off of him and finally brought down at the one-yard line by Chad Jeter, an explosive run by the Hawks running back, LaVon Chaney. And let's face it, that's what we know him for, explosive runs. And he does just that, gets Monmouth started. Now they're first and goal from the one. Well, and Chaney right there easily could have been brought down about 30 yards sooner and just does a good job breaking the tackle, fighting off the Gardner-Webb defenders. Now to put Monmouth first and goal from the one-yard line. First and goal, handoff up the middle and stuffed at the one-yard line. Great defensive stand by Gardner-Webb. 
Second and goal now for Gardner-Webb. Excuse me, for Monmouth. Gardner-Webb trying to come up with a stop. Handoff up the gut, easy. Does it is the running back. Zach Welch finds the end zone for a touchdown and Monmouth, just like that, gets right back into it. Well, both of these teams now with an early touchdown here in the second half. Matt White had to attempt a point after. Matt White with the extra point opportunity to make this a three-point game. Matt White, the kicker and the punter on this team. Snap, placement, kick is up. And he missed it. Wide left. So the Dogs have a four-point lead with 7-13 remaining here in quarter number three. We'll take a timeout. Keep it locked right here on the home of the Dogs, WGWG.org. Matt White to kick off. And this one will be fielded by McCoy. It's bobbled and picked up as he'll take it out to the 25-yard line. That's where the dogs will start their drive. But just some miscommunication right there between Robert McCoy and another running Bulldog backs into him, causing the football to hit the ground. McCoy does a good job just picking it up and then picking up any yardage, let alone the seven or eight that he did. And because of the win, the kicking game has been an interesting story to say nothing more. Well, on every kickoff now, we're seeing somebody have to hold the football. We saw a mixed extra point right there for Monmouth. The win playing a factor for sure in this one here today. Trips to the far side. Maxwell, quarterback draw. Has a couple of blocks. He's got some room. He's at the 40, the 45, and he'll go out of bounds right around the 50-yard line. Quarterback draw. And Tyrell Maxwell trying to get to that 1,000-yard mark before that run was just 58 yards away. Something to continue to watch over the course of this football game with about a quarter and a half left. Same formation we just saw. 4-3 look. 
for Monmouth. There's a throw over the middle. It's caught by Estes and down to the 39-yard line. A first down for the Big South tight end triple crown winner. And Mike Estes has been Tyrell Maxwell's favorite target over the course of this entire football season. I wouldn't even say the entire season. I'd extend that and say his entire career. Estes playing in his last game for the Scarlet and Black today. We have an injured player down on the field. And we'll take a timeout. 17-13 in favor of the Dogs with 6.26 remaining here in quarter number three. Keep it locked right here on the home of the Dogs, WGWG.org. Probably not the appropriate time to ask for everybody to applaud. Looking for a game plan for saving money? Switch to Geico. You'll receive outstanding coverage, and you can save hundreds on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO for your free request. Drawing up a game plan play could be hard, but saving money doesn't happen. Geico. He needed 135 coming in to do that. 135 money with that sound, right? Allowing you to aspire to greater professional mobility and higher earning potential. Learn more about how you can ignite your career at gardner-webb.edu slash bcp. And we're back, and they're finally getting the injured player off the field. He's going off limping, but under his own power, and that's the biggest part of the Monmouth defense, the safety, number 30, Mike Bassel, who's second in the entire conference in terms of tackles. And Bassel only behind Chad Jeter of the running Bulldogs. The Dogs are liking this formation with trips to the far side, one man to the near side. They come out in it once more. Back-to-back -back successful plays out of this formation. Khalil in the backfield next to Tyrell. Takes the snap. Speed option kept by Maxwell, and he'll fall forward for a gain of two. And now by Evan Powell. Gain of two. Second and eight. Khalil Lewis checks out, checking in. A few different running Bulldogs, including Brody Rollins. A.J. Keene also checking in for Gardner-Webb. They're going for a five-wide look. Estes in motion, now puts his hand in the dirt. Rollins in motion, fakes to Brody. Keeper by Tyrell, and he'll fall forward down to the 31-yard line, but a flag is thrown. I think it's going to be helmet to helmet. Also in a position where it could be a hold as well. I'm surprised we have not seen a helmet-to-helmet -helmet contact call in our time this season calling Gardner-Webb football. It's becoming more and more of a common foul. It is for sure, but right there they are going to catch David Sutton with a hold. We're just going to back the run dogs up to where it is now second and long. Sutton, the starting left guard, a senior. A lot of this offensive line, seniors. Second and 18. Two receivers to each side. Snap. 
Quick throw for Estes. Too high, but ends up in the hands of the receiver, Ralph Jolly. Overthrows Estes, hits Ralph Jolly, and now a third and manageable for Gardner-Webb. Not the intended receiver at all right there, but it works out for Gardner-Webb. And handoff to Khalil up the gut. He'll fall forward to the 26 and a first down. A great job on the hurry-up offense by Gardner-Webb. And I'm only chuckling because what kind of luck is that to overthrow one receiver and end up in the hands of the other? Well, not only did it just end up in the hands of the other, but Jolly just kind of had to slide there to end up catching that football. An interesting catch to say the least, especially after overthrowing Mike Estes. Willie Jackson, the fourth, on the far side. He's the lone receiver on that side. Here comes the speed option. Maxwell's got nowhere to go. And Monmouth's done a great job of sniffing those out. Well, if the offensive line has been able to give Tyrone Maxwell any sort of time, he's been able to pick up about seven or eight yards a carry. But if they don't get a good block, Monmouth is right there in the backfield, and Maxwell's had nowhere to go. That's an official loss of three on the play. Estes offset to the left side. Four down lineman for Monmouth. Estes in motion. Snap. Maxwell looking deep. Going to drop it for Khalil who comes in with the catch and falls forward past the original line of scrimmage down to the 23 and will bring up third and eight for Gardner-Webb. And we've mentioned the wind here over the course of this game, Brendan. In the position that Gardner-Webb is in right now, it could be four down territory just because of the result of the wind. This is a situation where if Gardner-Webb does not pick up the first down right here, I believe we would see Schumacher come out onto the field. But with the wind, not so sure about that. Same formation as the last. Estes in motion once more. Snap. Maxwell looks, fires for Willie Jackson. And he'll come up short of the first down by about a yard on the drag. And this will give Coach an interesting decision, but it does not look like he hesitates about it at all and is bringing the kicking unit out onto the field. A field goal a make would put the dogs up by seven points. That's fourth and less than a yard right here. Kind of would have thought that you would have left Maxwell and company out on the field. Kamornik puts it down. Schumacher is up, and Schumacher is good. The dogs extend the lead to seven. It's 20 to 13 with 204 remaining here in quarter number three. We'll see what Monmouth has in store. They scored extremely quickly, and they were let out by their running back, number 21, LaVon Chaney. We'll see if he can keep it going, keep it locked right here on WGWG.org.
Snapchat, and more. Be part of the discussion now using hashtag BigSouth. And connect with us through BigSouthSports.com. Follow, watch, like, and share through the Big South app. BigSouthSports.com is the source for all conference information, news, results, and so much more, plus video from the Big South Network with all streamed events free and available on your mobile devices. While you're there, vote on us and poll and stay current with everything Big South. All this and more at BigSouthSports.com. Hemming us covers the loose ball. A short kickoff is bobbled by Monmouth, but jumps on right at the 28-yard line. That's where they will start their drive as Bahar leads his unit back out. Out of the shotgun, handoff up the gut. A gain of about three yards there for Cheney. For Chad Jeter stops him defensively. Gain is to the 31, second and seven. And on the last drive, Cheney got up over 100 yards on the day. Now 12 carries for 120 yards. Well, Charleston Southern and Kennesaw State has gone final. Charleston Southern defeats Kennesaw State by the score of 28-7 to in a big, crucial Big South matchup. Staying on his feet and flipped out to a lineman. You can't do that. And million flags come in. As trying to avoid the sack there, was Bahar as he flips, flips it out to his left tackle trying to avoid the sack. Well, and I think he just lost track of who was standing right there. Just saw one of his teammates standing there just trying to get rid of the football, as you mentioned, to avoid the sack. Well, an interesting game starting here in a few minutes, Tyler. The undefeated Citadel head to UNC to take on the Tar Heels. Be an interesting one. Well, the Citadel sitting sixth in the FCS polls, taking on an FBS school that has been in and out of the top 25 over the course of this season. And it looks like they, if everything continues like it's supposed to and wins uh, continue for both Clemson and UNC, it looks like we'll have a rematch in the ACC title. That timeout is taken by Monmouth after the crazy flag and all. When they come back, it'll be third and 13 with 49 seconds remaining here in the third quarter. Well, the dogs' offense has really came to life here in the third quarter, and they are now dominating time of possession by nearly seven minutes. Well, Garner-Webb has come out here and kept the long drives alive in the second half, but Brendan really not to be forgotten there in the time of possession as Mama went right down the field on their last possession to get their touchdown, with Haney having the 67-yard run to set them up at the one-yard line. Third and 13 now for Monmouth. Two receivers to each side, pistol look as Bahar's out of the shotgun. Behind him is Chaney. Chaney now in motion. Five wide set. Dogs only send three. Nice spin move trying to get something going as the defensive line. They can't as the tight end for Monmouth breaks a few tackles and picks up the first down. 
caught it five yards. Five yards across the line of scrimmage and is able to turn it upfield and pick up a first. Well, not only did he break a tackle there, but then he puts on a nice juke to cause two running Bulldogs to run into each other instead of tackling him, making his way for the first down. That was Jake Powell, who coming in the game only had 11 catches on the season. He's making his presence known. He's got three now today. Play action. A great job avoiding a few sacks. And the ball is thrown. It's incomplete. The intended target was Matt Choi as Bahar evades two sacks to step up in the pocket and throw a pass that was on target but just not brought in. Well, Brendan, the biggest thing for me right here as you look at the passing game for Monmouth, Gardner-Webb has been able to shut down Reggie White Jr. so far here in the second half. He does not have a reception. Two receivers each side. Powell in motion right to left. Handoff up the middle, brought down by Corey Horn after a gain of one, and that should bring us to the end of the third quarter. With your score, Gardner-Webb 20, Monmouth 13, when we come back third and 10 for the Hawks. See if the Dogs can get up off the field and get the ball back in the hands of their quarterback, who only needs about 17 yards to get to 1,000. Keep it locked right here on WGWG.org. 